Hello there, D&D aficionados and good peoples of the role-playing pantheon. Welcome to... Peppers from a Chimney! Part 2 A Crimson Nid podcast that will journey with four wayward adventurers into the heart of the Southlands, a land of mystery and adventure, where riches and dangers await those brave enough to cross the wild expanses. My name is Stacy, and my player and game master handle is Dagobah. The campaign setting is Southlands from Cobalt Press. We are using the D&D 5e rule set, and we game using Fantasy Grounds Virtual Tabletop. So, no more to be said. Let's just sit back, stay tuned, and enjoy. What drug? Yeah, don't worry about it, you won't need it. We're probably going to go for the knocking you out option. One hurts, one doesn't. Are you... Man, you're the oddest paladin I've ever heard of. <laughs> hey, you're still alive. Clico places the brooch in his hand, and she stands up and leaves him there, with just, like, the tip of his hand exposed, um, with the brooch in it. And she doesn't care what he does. She's just going to leave him lying there and uh, starts moving about. So he's completely unwrapped? If, if the... No. No. He's, no, he's not. He's, wrapped, still, so. he's still wrapped. He, he can't move with that crit on the sleight of handshake. She's cut out his fingertips to put the brooch in his fingertips. Well, that means she can take him back again. Okay. Did you guys pull the stuff that was in the party sheet or did it really royally... I only pulled out the bag of folding okay so everything else in theory is still there okay so you give him back the, the, the brooch and uh, she's going to start moving around trying to find anything that is magical as well um, and she's definitely going to poke one of the eggs as well okay um, you notice that the eggs are heavily encrusted by gems, the ones that are around there. You see some that are encrusted with individual gems and a couple that are a mixture of gems. It will take time to investigate this quickly, but other than the green flicker that you see, and that green flicker is... Let me see what school that is. Let me remember here. Is School of Transmutation. Well, she doesn't know what the schools are, in fact. Okay. She has no idea about magic usage yet. So it's a different it's a different color from the color well, to be honest, I have no idea what school the bag of holding is, but let's just say they're different colors. It's from the school of awesomeness. <laughs> <laughs> the school of rock. Absolutely. <laughs> so yeah, whereabouts so, are you uh, going to go in your investigation? She, she's using the, uh, the the lantern again, of course. Picks it up. She doesn't leave anything close to Bashir other than the brooch in his hand. And she's going to start moving around the entire cave. Um, trying to find that thing. And if the and if the detect magic runs out, uh, she's just going to activate the second activation of the sombrero. When you get here, you notice that all of these candles 
that are lit with a with the the green light that refracts downwards all have a magical glow and you can see that there's something that is also glowing from where those lanterns overlap it's coming up from the murky surface of the water below you can't quite make it out but there's something that doesn't look that large in size is beneath the surface and your walking around would have made your sombrero your magic detection is gone hey wait for me guys I can't see in the dark you have candle I've got one candle but I'm not going to sit there with one candle I'm going to pick up Bashir by the feet and just drag him along the ground following you because you've got the light source well no Volga has got her hands lit up right now yeah yeah Volga can see and you've still got a candle in your hand yeah five foot candle are, doesn't do me much good oh, okay I'll sit here with candles. Volga then that's fine I'll just sit here with Volga so Bashir what do you think of my singing okay uh, so the two of you are, are back uh, still watching over Bashir Clicker had, had run about quickly with her lantern looking about everywhere and basically got to where the candles were and after doing a quick scan around um, of the, the different pa passages in that uh, I think what I'm mm, I don't know if this is going to work I'm going to just do a very quick thing where I turn line of sight off and then on and then, uh, no I'm not going to do that jeez what am I thinking never mind Okay, that's what you find the magic is coming from. Is What's there. that? And then your, the first your use? magic detection goes out. Yeah, was that the first use or both? That was your first use. Okay, so she activated You know what I'm saying. She activates it again. Um, I'll, be, I'll be sticking with her to make sure that I can protect her if she gets into trouble. I think this may be something... There is something in the water. Okay, uh, I could uh, try and explore down there. Um, I wanted to see if I could uh, pick up one of those candles again. See if that uh, breaks the uh, protection or something. There you go. I'm just revealing the stuff as you quickly run about. Anything of interest? Now, going around everything, you, you basically, this is the only place where there's magic. Anything else of interest? You do notice that there appears to be an underground river. So, you can, when you get to here, you can see that at this point, you can see the water kind of goes underneath the rocks and comes out, comes out over, hi, 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 come on comes out come on pointers comes out over here and then it, again it exits from that point and it goes out this way and mm. it comes back over here so it's all one connected underground river stream creek I think this may also be where Bashir came from I wonder why he didn't pick up the spark here or if that even is the spark 
I don't really know. It's, I mean, I don't know the, uh, where the spark is. He was probably picked up by the Tridero in the Daros. But pff, she doesn't even know what that is. Sorry. He was probably picked up by the spider thing. Yeah. Maybe he dwarfs. couldn't get to it while, while that happened. Anyway, while there's still time left on the magic detection, she's going to use that to hopefully navigate the darkness uh, of the of the murky water. You said there there are three three uh, candles. There's four candles. One thing, four uh, candles, and one. one thing in the in the overlapping no, area. There's four of these green candles. Three are on the pillars that stand there. The fourth one is right in front of you. Um, the chasm drops down 20 feet. Uh, the water is murky. You, you can't really see through it. And it's just that your uh, sombrero allows you to see uh, the color of some magic source down there. And give me a perception check. Yep. Uh, so you just see that, that, that magic source coming up through the water there. Um, you do notice that it looks like there's some very large terraced steps there on the north side uh, that go down into that murky water, but on this side it's just a drop. Okay, I'm gonna try try my best to try and yank one of these candles again. Okay. Is it plausible to say she was on the north end because she explored the entire cave, right? As you uh, showed. Yeah, sure. And I'll just keep going. Oh, I just keep going. You just keep going. So eventually you man. There you go. That's, that's enough. Yeah. So you with a mighty heave with this southernmost candle, you yank it up off of the floor. And as you do so, the flame on it flickers out. And as it flickers out, that light that was bending down it, of course, stops when it flickers out, but then all the other three flicker out. And you notice that on the... This candle is... Oh, shoot. Did I write down how tall they were? I think I said they were like six inches or... I think I said six inches. Uh, so, but they're made out of, uh, out of a... I didn't say what color the wax was made out of. No, I didn't. So whatever color you want to make that wax to be out of. But there are... Sure, green. And there's runes carved inside the wax. And when you pop it up, you see that there is a rune uh, inside the stone floor uh, where it was underneath it. And as you're holding it there, the other three begin to flicker as well. And then their light sources drop off as well. And you can see that... Uh, give me an arcana check. Uh, six. Man, it looked like it was going to get higher. The, the, these new dice rolls are awesome. No, you, you, you... All that you can tell is it looks like there was a whole rune that sits... That was sitting underneath this candle. And then within five, six seconds, the other three go out. 
Okay. Can I collect the, the candle and put it in my pack? Yes, I will put it in the party sheet. Woo! Did anything change in the water? Regarding the other magical um, aura? You can still see that there is that same aura coming there. Now, the candles gave off an aura. They still give off a magical aura that hasn't stopped. But you can you can see that magical aura as well is starting to dim in the runes that the candle was sitting on top of. They're losing their magic. The aura is fading. Maybe it was a guard to stop the spark from uh, from uh, being released. Let's get down there and have a look. Clicker's entering the water at this point. I'll come around. Okay. Um, actually, no, I could step across, couldn't I? Yeah, you jumped across easy enough. As you guys get into the water with your lantern light in there, first, first of all, give me a constitution saving throw. Well, I was waiting for seeing what happens to Clicker, but okay, okay. I can Just roll if you then. want me to. 21. You feel like your stomach feels queasy, like you almost feel like you want to vomit, but you you hold it back and you're not overly affected. As you get down there with your lantern, you can see that there are, because uh, the lights went out, so those are gone. You can see that there are two eggs sitting there. You can see that there is a corpse in front of you. And there seems to be an object lying in the crook of the arm of the corpse. And that object that you see there is what's is what's glowing. Mm. You hear a male person vomiting. And as Clicker turns her head around, you see she's just mimicking it. And then gives her gives you the um, the lantern. Shine! I think I okay. see it. I'll, I'll keep the light down that way. Be careful. She's gonna try to get to the to the corpse and uh, retrieve the item. Okay. So you walk over there. This water here, this murky water that is difficult to see through without having that lantern right there. You walk in there and you ask Thorn to hold that lantern and and. Put it exactly where you're putting your feet so you you move in close to where you can still see that now that it's caught your attention you move in there and with a sombrero still on you kind of have to put shift it back on your head so that it doesn't block the light as from the lantern that's focused down and you reach in and you grab your hands onto the glowing object that looks like some form of a jar and as your hands grab onto that object around the jar the hand of the body grasps your wrist. I need you to give me initiative. Ah! Damn it. Norbert! Volga! Do we hear that? Volga, you can hear 
with your passive perception, you hear their voices yelling, and Norbert, you don't as you were standing there, your attention focused on holding back. Holding back Bashir. But because of this happening the way it is, you guys will have one round, um, one free turn to do something before. So Thorns rolled his initiative, Clicker rolled hers. Okay. Clicker tries to yank the item free and retrieve. Uh, retreat, sorry. Okay, give me your athletics check. I'm gonna use a hero point to add a d6. Okay. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> it was on it six. Was, it was on six. And then, and now it's a two. Great. Uh, can I use multiple? No. Okay. Um, athletics, right? Nicely done. Nicely done. Twenty. You grab onto the jar and you give it a mighty yank and you pull it free from the the crux of the arm that is now grasping you. I will drop that also in the party sheet. Uh, you've got that, so you can take that from the party sheet and drop it into your own inventory. So that's Clicker's turn. I, I have a move, right? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, so she starts to retreat and try to get up uh, to the stairs. Okay, so remember climbing these stairs without a climb speed that is going to cost you half your movement to go up the stairs, and that's 20 mm -hmm. feet up. So she's still encumbered. Uh, I forgot that earlier, unfortunately, when, uh, when I said she has 35 movement. It should have just been half, but I think it didn't really matter. It just made for some comedic relief. Anyway, um, but yeah, now she has uh, what seventeen point five of movement. 15. Yeah, so fifteen feet of movement. Um, so you splash through the water and you start crawling up the terrace. I guess through the water it would be halved again, or yeah, both water and stairs would both have right. This water is, is only ankle deep, not not knee deep, okay. so you'd be fine. Okay. Okay, so if I... Ooh. Oh no, it is knee-deep, sorry, my bad. Yes, it is half-speed, it's knee-deep. Okay, so she can only move one square then? Or yeah. let's say because I rounded down first, now I can round up. So she <laughs> sure. can move ten. Okay. So she gets up on, on the stairs, first first foot. Norwich and Volga, you can also roll your initiatives as well, because you'll get a, a free action here as well. Okay, Volga, what are you going to do, having heard the shout coming from Thorn? Uh, I'm going to say to Norm, but um, I think they're in trouble. I'm going there, and I'm going to go my full um, speed dash. and uh, okay. action to dash, yeah. So remember, you're encumbered as well, so you can move at 40 feet. You're going to leave me here in the dark. You still have a candle and four more on the ground. I foot circle. He's going to keep rejecting that candle like he did with my dagger. I <laughs> can't see very far with the candle. I, I think it makes sense that uh, with five candles, you would maybe have a larger sphere. 
I only picked up one. Maybe not five plus five, but five less five plus ten, something like that. Okay. Anything else, Volga? So that was your dash. Was your action? Anything else going to do? Uh, no, that's it. Okay, Norbert. She takes off, uh, having said what what she said. Leaving me sitting here in the dark. Well, you've got your candle. I might this year. Using my trusty candle, I am going to follow them. You taking Bashir? Yeah, dragging him by the ankles. So that's half speed. So are you dashing? I'm incredibly attractive, but probably not dashing. Can I dash and... <laughs> and pull? It just means at half speed, it just means you're just going to go... Yeah. But I can drag him at half speed. Yep. Yep. I shall do that, bringing the trusty Bashir with me as okay. we go. Thorn. Okay. Um, Thorn, seeing the creature below, um, whispers an arcane phrase and um, bright uh, blue and green sparkly light sort of glitters around in the area, trying to catch it in fairy fire. Okay. Got to target it. Come on, really? <laughs> I'm having no luck today. Last, well, yeah, last, last week. Yeah. This is ridiculous. Um, all right. Um, even though that doesn't seem to work, he um, steps back um, and uh, he'll move 20 feet backwards. Okay. And then I'm going to put down the lantern, um, shining the way for uh, Clicker to get back. And I'll go okay. to Clicker. Get get back, Clicker. Okay. All right, your turn again, Thorn. You dropped the lantern there, okay? I didn't drop it all. I placed it, sort of shining yeah, yeah. back towards. So Clicker has got light to see, and then he can. Sorry, then she can pick it up and carry it if she needs to. Um, I am going to um, pull out my uh, bow and uh, ready an action to uh, shoot any creature. Uh, obviously, that's not um, my allies. Like, so basically, if that thing comes out, I'm going to try and shoot it. Okay. Orbit. I'm just checking my... how much I can carry. How much can I carry? It says on your inventory tab. How much does Bashir weigh? I don't know. Now that he has a brooch, he's probably very heavy. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's still he's still approachable though. Oh, oh, very no. good. Um, I'm gonna. He's medium height. Say uh, uh, medium height. I got him at. I just got him at medium height, so I will say he's going to be without the bag of holding anymore. We'll say a hundred and seventy pounds. Damn. Okay, hundred and seventy. Yeah. Oh, that 
pushes him into my above my higher than heavy. No, yeah, it's heavy. Okay, same thing. But you're not carrying him, you're dragging him. You still dashing? Mm. Does it make a difference? Yeah, I'm carrying if you dash and yeah. pull, then you're moving in 30 feet. Sorry? If no, you use I mean, an action to dash, you're pulling him 30 feet versus only 15. Yeah, I'm using a dash. So keep moving yeah. then. Okay. Does it does it make a difference between dragging him and carrying him in no. terms of encumbrance? No, it doesn't make any difference. Okay, well, what are you doing? What do you mean it doesn't make any difference? Uh, the, the drag going. limit is three ninety. That's significantly different from. No, the I mean other in terms of I mean in terms of the distance I could cover. Oh. Yeah what I mean yeah and because I'm a nice guy I'm actually going to be carrying him not dragging him because if I drag him along the ground he's going to get you know more hurt than he really is just check it up in a player's handbook and let me know uh, so you're just keeping you dashing as well yeah 40, 40 feet yeah. then you can go another 5 feet okay where are we running clicker Ah, shit. Craigbot just died. I didn't even hear it. Me neither. Oh, now, it, now it's... Yeah, it's cool. ...giving the sound. It's the silent death that, uh... Mm. <laughs> recording. The unheard Craigbot okay. is the deadliest. What are you doing, Clicker? Just like a fart in an elevator. <laughs> Five. Oh, you moved ten feet. Uh, You're not up so, on the first terrace because that would be but that, to move that, up to the on the first terrace would have taken another ten feet. So you only move ten feet through the water. Right uh, to so get it's twenty feet up. So you're right on the edge. To yeah, to get to get to the very top. That's oh my god! Stop! No. Okay. Thank you. Uh, so this is 20 feet for, right, to get to the top. It would take... So that's yeah, one Yeah, to move. go 20 feet up would take you 40 feet of movement. Can you move 40 feet? Oh, okay. She's moving 10 feet up. Why is that 40? To move 10 feet up would cost you 20 feet of movement. Or is it for... Uh, maybe... Mm. I'm thinking because she's encumbered, does it stack encumbrance plus stairs, or is it just halved anyway? No, you just you just minus the encumbrance, so you minus your ten. So what's your normal speed? Yeah, yeah. So your so your your twenty five speed. So dashing would be fifty feet. So you could get to the top. Oh, encumbrance does minus ten, not half. Okay. Correct. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's. Yeah. So that's 40 feet, gets okay. you to the top. Cool. 40 feet of movement. That's 20 feet. 
That's only he's only 20. moved 10, 10, 10 feet yeah. there, and that's double because of the going up the stairs. It, the no, no, the, the you just quadrupled. No, the, the map yeah, yeah. was ten feet of movement. It was twenty feet high. The climb, that chasm, was twenty feet in depth. Okay, okay, so it's a climb. Mm. So it's not really a staircase. It's more of a five foot terraces, five foot drops. Yeah, yeah, okay. Gotcha. So forty, uh, and I have another ten. One. Okay. There you go. Two. It should be here because I took one diagonal. Okay. Actually, I can. I can. Can that I was dash? I can dash, right? With my. As a rogue, um, yeah, you can use your bonus to action? move again. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I can, but I, I can't, can't do three movements. You can't right? I can only dash, do two. and then no, cunning no, action dash three. again. Can he? Okay. Yeah, yeah, you I, can. I, I don't think I can. No, no, that that's mean that completely rogues, in the rules. Is it? Yeah. Rogues can move three times in a turn. Yeah, okay. that, that's right. So if you've got 30 feet, oh, they can move a maximum of 90 uh, feet. another... So you had okay. 25, so that's 50, 75 feet. So you get, you got 25, 25 feet more. Pick up the lantern. Okay. Yeah, she's gonna pick up the lantern and then park it behind Thorn, or and that's probably all she can do. Nope, just take it and yeah, but you're on top of each other. It's hers. I can see. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but it's only her 10 feet. She's got more? another 10 feet she can move if she needs to. Okay. Oop. Yep. Here we go. Lantern's gone. Okay. Cool. This is a slasher movie now. Everybody's running from the bad guy. Okay, so... It starts... It starts to uh, crawl up the... The terraces. Can I see it? Not yet. Dang it. It crawled up because it's, its movement was 30 feet. It moved 10 feet through the water. And then it moved only 10 feet up, so it's only halfway. All right. Thorn, your turn again. All right. Um, I'll, I'll start moving back slowly uh, while whispering to Clicker. I'm gonna see if I can. Uh, if if it pops its uh, ugly head out, I'll see if I can push it back into the water. Let's keep moving back and uh, see if we can uh, meet up with our friends before we uh, take on it in earnest. So I'll move to there and ready in action when I see it um, pop its ugly head out. I'll take a shot at it. That'll be my turn done. Okay. So you want to move me? Yep. Yep. I'll be right back. Something going on with the dog. Okay. 
Okay, sorry. So I was just reading something about the this creature. You were saying what were you saying again, Thorn? I'm uh, just moving back, readying, readying another attack if I see it appear. Okay. Uh, so it moves. So it climbs up out of the out of the chasm. Okay, so I can take a shot now. Yep. All right. Come on, don't fail me now. Ugh. Oh, oh, it's Jesus. a hit! <laughs> Woo! And your arrow smashes into this bloody corpse as it reaches up. It comes up out of the water. Okay, I'm going to use a Blade Flourish, uh, and this one, instead of um, giving me defensive, it's going to be a, um, a Mobile Flourish. So you can expend one of your Bardic Dice uh, to deal extra damage. Uh, you can also push the target up to five feet away, plus a number of feet equal to the uh, number of the roll. So it's going to be at least a minimum of five feet, but I'm trying to push it back down, down the uh, slope. So we'll see how okay. we go. Oh, snake eyes, oh come on. Oh my god. Really? Man, so sucks. Still six, it's still six feet, so that's going to be pushing it down. Yes. It would... It would fall back in. So with, with a, a deft shot, um, it uh, hits, hits the uh, creature in the leg, um, spinning it, and it tumbles down. Okay, that's yeah. that's our um, cue. Let's let's get back, clicker, and uh, see if we uh, got our comrades coming. Uh, so you shot it, and that still had that. So it falls into the water, and it gets itself up for half speed, and it cannot climb anymore. All right. Well done. That totally ruined my plans there. Clicker, you're up. That was the aim. <laughs> she runs. Can you see what it says? 35. Oh, barely heard you there, Ivan. Yeah, I was uh, leaning past the microphone. I was just looking at the number because it's very hard to discern. Um. Okay. So this is how far she can get. Oh, she can go 60 feet because it's 25. 20. No, no. Oh, is it 25? She's normally 35, is she? Yep. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. So 75. Yeah. Okay. That's 50 there. Okay. Cool. Norbit. I'm a coming. Handle in hand. 30 feet. What is that chest? Ah, there you go. Dragging Bashir along. Volga. Oops. Sorry. Ah, uh, shoot. Volga, please take your turn. I just got in the habit of pressing the arrow. For Norbit. Yeah. Well, for well, a lot of people. 
Volga, it's your turn. Yeah, I'll keep going. So you come running 40 feet. You catch sight of Clicker with her lantern swinging as she's running with this jar in her hand. Her eyes wide open. Okay, Volga comes up to you, uh, comes into sight, Clicker. It's your turn again. Clicker runs towards them, sees Bashir being dragged behind and almost falls to the ground as with screeching wheels, basically skidding over the surface of the stone. She comes to a halt and turns the exact other way. No! And uh, starts running again. So let's just say it's a it's a regular dash with the cunning action and she's gonna drop her backpack on the ground okay or take Draws it off it she, 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 it. she doesn't drop but she yeah yep and that's Does that include the back of holding nope okay she's got that differently yep she didn't okay. put the All bag right, of holding in her backpack with the creature down below, hopefully not seeing us, I'm going to be um, dropping back and moving as quickly away as I can. Okay. So I get to about there with a double action. Okay. Is that the chest I left behind? Yes. <laughs> we left behind a chest. Oh, that one. Yeah. yeah. And just like Clicker's daggers, she left it somewhere too. Alright, that's my turn done. Okay. Volga. You watched as Clicker uh, screech to a halt in front of you as you came come running up as well, and then turns around and takes off in, down, um, back down the passage. What do you do? Speaking of the daggers, by the way, uh, she did s scout the entire cave. Is it is it possible that she found them and picked them back up? Yeah, okay, you could say that. I mean, you, not, not that um, I'm going to use them now, but just so I don't forget later and then use. It was them. just the one dagger that you used to cut yourself I, free of. I the, think so. Yeah. Yeah. So you could you would have collected it, sure. Uh, so do, do I see the corpse creature? You wouldn't have a clue of what was going on at the moment. You would, you could give me a perception check as you come in and seeing uh, Clicker screech and then turn around, and uh, you can't, you won't be able to see Thorn, nor would you be able to see the creature from your light source. But there are lights or candles above the water, or did the guys took them off? Not anymore. The candles are there, but they are no longer lit. Well, I saw Clicker run away from here, so can I step a little bit closer to the water and try to see if I see something? Okay. So you bring your light source with you there. It's a 20-foot sphere. Give me a perception check. Not that you see it, but what you do here is... 
coming from in front of you and you know it's down there but you would need to get closer in order to see it just seems you're hearing it but you can't quite see it in your sphere of light but that could be thorn for all you know you don't um, know what they were doing yeah i'm gonna just move to the side and uh, and wait see what happens okay Norbert. Still coming. Alright. Following the light of Volga. And briefly you'd seen the brighter light coming, but you couldn't make out what was behind the light. No. Oh, that was stupid. Oh. So stupid. Okay, Norbert, your turn is up again. Ooh, can't see anyone. Does Clicker have a light source? Yep, it's she a, has the It's not spherical lantern. light source. It's a lantern that shines. It's like a flashlight. Would I be able to see what it's shining on? It's shining in your direction. So it's just shining in my eyes. Okay. If you looked at it, yeah. It'll also be shining the uh, path you're walking. Yeah. Yeah. You would be able to see. I mean, you could clearly see Volga with the, the, the flame in her hand. Yeah. You would be able to see that there is a light bouncing off the walls, you know, 50 odd feet in front of you. Yeah, but you wouldn't be—you wouldn't know what what that's from. I mean, you could, you could give a, a skill check to make a guess. Yeah, you could shout to ask your companions what's going on. Where are you, Clicker? At the lantern. There's a monster down in water. Stop bringing Bashir. All right, Norbert, what are you going to do? Drop Bashir. And, okay. Um, near the water. Do, can I, I can't see the water, can I? Because it's down off the edge of the cliff. You move up to there. Yeah. You can see a little bit. You can, with that, looking down, because it's spherical, it would go down, and you could see just the dark surface down there. I can't see a monster. Okay. Clicker? I still want to say if that's because the monster is you, but I'm not going to say that. Okay. All right. That's it. <laughs> All right, I'll keep moving. Scoot, okay. scoot down. What do I see when I get to there? You scoot past Clicker, who looked like maybe she was going to head into that Southwest Passage. You come up and you see that Volga and Norbert are standing at the edge of the water, confused looks on their faces, having heard Clicker shout about the monster in the water. You are unable to see anything in the water at this point. And you can see Clicker kind of struggling there inside the... Bashir struggling inside of his cocoon. Alright, I'll... Um talk to these guys as I walk up and go, well, we found something uh, in the water. 
um, when we uh, when Clicker retrieved it, uh, the dead body that was there came came to life. Uh, I shot it back into the water, but I don't know where it is now. Just be careful; it could come from where I'm, from where I was heading. And I'll keep moving uh, a little bit further. Okay. So there, and that'll be my turn done. Sheer. He's got no muscles. I will Quicker. be shooting him if he gets free. <laughs> Do I see him struggling? Yes. Clicker is now using the lantern to... Um, or She's not actually not holding the lantern anyway. She's still shining in their direction. But she's now holding the jar in front of the lantern to look at it. Okay. Uh... You notice that the jar has a bunch of runes written on it, and there is, um, it is an odd looking jar. It looks ceramic in nature. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. So as you're holding this jar and you're looking at it, you can see that there's runes on it, but you can see that there is a large crack inside this jar. And it's not like a, a glass jar. It has the shape of a jar, but it's not made out of glass. It looks like it might have been made out of some kind of a ceramic material. But that crack goes through some of the, the, the runes. And you can kind of see that every once in a while, it kind of fades a little bit in your hand. And then it becomes fully visible again. And when it fades a little bit, your sombrero, the colors that you see dim and then they go out until then all of a sudden it's back there strong in your hand again. And through that crack, you can see a little bit of leaking light and it has that color, the same colors that you had seen in that vision that you had seen when you first arrived into the dream. This is it! Actually, Clicker, give me another constitution saving throw. Mm. This time, you are unable to keep keep it down, and you, as you shout, this is it, your words are followed up as you vomit. That queasiness in your stomach gets too strong to hold back. She regurgitates and vomits all over. Um, the stone in front of her and is trying to put away the jar in the bag of holding. Okay. Does that work? When you stick it inside the bag of holding, the queasiness in your stomach disappears. Perfect. And when you do that, you hear you hear a shrill yell uh, that tears at your soul where does it where does it come from you hear it clearly coming from the north across that chasm oh okay so everybody hears it then yes Okay. Is that it? Um, yeah. I think so. 
That was like investigation plus vomiting. Yep. So yeah, that would be your turn. What was better, the vomiting or the investigation? I'm not sure. It was pretty relieving. So <laughs> I think it may have gotten all the bad things out of her system for the moment. Come running around the corner, moving as on shoddy looking legs. The corpse comes running up in front of you and it's looking. Well, it does see you. I need you to give me a wisdom saving throw. Looking at this creature as it comes around, its visage and everything about it, the, the blood that's on it, it's not leaking, but it's just there. The rotten viscera that's on its face, uh, the skin that's pulled tight, and big gaping holes where its eyes should be. You can feel that queasy as you look at it but you again you hold back the fear as it as it stops in front of you volga you hear shambling sounds you hear a bunch of noises coming from clicker and an intake of breath but you um with clicker's light shining back this way you would have seen something come running up into the the beam of the light the edge of the beam of the light that you can't see it clearly. One second. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna step a little bit closer. Okay. Mm. Yeah, actually, why not? I don't wanna... I don't want to close the passage, so I will go... Yeah, my full 20 feet. Maybe here. Okay. You walk up closer uh, and you get to there. As soon as you get there and you can fully see this, I need you to give me a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Natural one. Nice. Uh, okay. As soon as your eyes come across this what this thing looks like the horror of what this looks like it touches you down deep and you are now frightened i what frightened ah okay there is something about this creature that has frightened you like disadvantage on everything and you can't come closer yeah can't come closer can i do i still have an action or no can I attack it? Not when you're frightened, no. Can't you? I thought you... I, I think you just uh, have disadvantage. Yeah, yeah, Doesn't... you just have disadvantage if you're using an attack roll and saving throws, I don't think matter. Unless it specifically says you have to move away from it, correct? Uh, then you just can't move closer to it. Uh, unless you're saying it, you're frightened and you have to move, use your turn to move away. Yeah, no, it doesn't say you have to move away. So you're just frightened. Okay, so yeah, go ahead. So um, it should automatically take... Fantasy Ground should take care of it. So just do what you're going to plan to do. So you throw the fire that was in your hand at the creature and you hit it. And that's it. Okay, yep. 
So you've got flame in one hand, you produce flame in your second hand, and then you throw the second flame at it, and it smashes into the corpse, and it does... Yeah, no, I don't think it works like that. I have my hands on fire. And when, yeah, when I use the cantrip to attack, I... Um, I throw it off my hands onto the creature, and now I don't have light until I light it up again. Okay. So I hurl it, I think I hit, and then I'm in the darkness, cowering. Well, you, you are still being shined on by the um, bullseye lantern from Clicker. Yep. Yeah, I can see Clicker and vaguely parts of the creature, which makes it scarier. <laughs> Yeah, there's like now a dark silhouette. Okay, cool. Anything else? No, that's my turn. Okay. Clicker. Back to you again. Wow. So, uh, hold on a second. Mm. This until you succeed. All right, yeah. So you give me, give me your wisdom saving throw again. Did you just read until I succeed? <laughs> he succeeded the first time. She succeeded the first time, didn't she? Right. Oh, did she? That's right. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, my bad. Okay. Okay, so you don't have to do it. Whew. My bad. Sorry. I thought yeah, until yeah, yeah. I fail, you know, that would, that would no, be terrible. No, 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 no. Sorry. Okay. Um, okay. But yeah, she's she's pretty shaken. And um, <gasps> I just realized because of because of the rune radar, I would have always known where north is, and I could have navigated out of the darkness. Oh well. Uh, the more you know. Anyway, Clicker is, is pretty shaken. She leaves the backpack behind, and as she's running backwards... Uh, first of all, of course, there's going to be an attack of opportunity, I think. Unless you are doing your cunning action disengage. Uh, no. She's not. Oh, okay. She's gonna um, make it look like she's she's running around the corner to just keep running, but in fact okay. she's using the hide action to then come at the thing with her hand crossbow. So it swings at you as you uh, take off running, but it is unable to connect. Okay. And the hide action is a stealth, stealth. check. Yeah. With plus one, which is already an effect 15 okay. is that enough for a sneak attack if i hit i guess we'll find out we'll find out first i need to hit She'll roll with now advantage. you are now you are in darkness right yeah, yeah i need to know if that's right now you're in darkness the <laughs> flashlight is gone uh i need to know if i roll with advantage or not so oh for a sneak attack, or mm. are you trying to throw? Okay. She, she's she's attacking with the hand crossbow. Yes, you can roll with advantage. Okay. Uh, is it targeted? It is. Yep. Nice. 24. So you smash into it with your hand crossbow, the bolt smashing into it. Nice. 17 damage. You did a, a significant amount of damage and with a bolt smashing into large chunks of rotten flesh fall off of it. 
and it jerks back in a spasm. Just gonna try to use use the other hand with a lantern to shine at the thing as much as possible, so okay. the others can see it as well. Okay. I guess she's no longer hidden. She probably stands like here. That's right. All right, Norbert. Hearing shenanigans happening from the west of you and the light dropping out, but you can see light shining clearly coming from there. I mean, you can't see anything in front of you, but you can see that light is certainly happening down in that passageway. And when you step across there, you can see the light is shining directly on this awful looking corpse. I'm going to engage the corpse. Right. I want you to kill it, not marry it. There. <laughs> And <laughs> give me your wisdom saving throw, please. Uh, you two are frightened by the gruesomeness of this creature. Does that mean that he stops like where the wisdom throw begins so he can't come close to it? Or does he finish his movement and then it's just standing next to it anyway? Yeah, it doesn't say you have to move away. So he comes in, he's frightened, and he steals himself, still being frightened as he moves in. And I, if I attack it with disadvantage, is that what you're telling me? It's automatic. Me? Oh, it's automatic, yeah. is it? Yeah, cool. because you've got the frightened condition. Okay, let's go with uh, claw number one. Once again, not using dagger. Oh, my God. <laughs> not a significant difference between the two, I can assure you. Well, then give the dagger back. <laughs> I was hoping for something a bit better than a dagger. I don't have a melee weapon. <laughs> Missed. You strike with your claw, but you are unable to. You are unable to connect. All right, Volga. Hey. You don't feel that that fear anymore as you bite down and swallow it. You just face the creature in front of you that's now behind. Norbert's uh, shell. So I'm gonna set my hands on fire so I can see around me. Um, move a little bit to the side so I don't hit Norbert. And then I try to throw the flame on it again. Okay, go for it. Smash it once more with your flames. It is now looking bloodied. But I feel a bit better. <laughs> That's the end of my turn. Okay. Uh, okay. It slashes at you, being the one who's in in attack distance with it, Morbid. Oh! oh! <laughs> it was on a twenty. It smashes and it rakes its claws across the your belly shell. And then it looks at you right in the eyes. I need you to give me a wisdom saving throw again. There we go, 15. Yeah. So even though it stares you in the eyes, this dark stare in your eyes, you can feel it's something is supposed to be going on, but you managed to bite down on the terror and nothing else happens. Tough it out. Yeah. 
That's what we paladins do. Okay. Also, torture prisoners. It wasn't torture. It was just a bit of gentle persuasion. <laughs> He's still alive. He's not dead yet. All right, Thorn. What's Bashir doing, by the way? He's just lying there trying to get out. He is still struggling about on the ground inside the um, the webs, the cocoon. I haven't heard him yell out to say he'll give us a hand yet. This dry Darrow is the real uh, the real MVP. Just keeping Bashir in place all the time. <laughs> I'll say to Bashir. It's a DC 10 to get out of the bloody webs. Wow. You're kidding. I haven't rolled above a 10 yet. Oh, he's going to get out soon. 10. So um, I look over at Bashir and go, I wouldn't if I were you, unless you want to <laughs> arrow through the head. And I'm going to ready an action. Uh, do I ready an action? No, I'll just shoot the uh, critter. Was that intimidation? Do you want it to be intimidation? Because I can. No, that's fine. Go for it. You shoot your arrow. I mean, he knows it's... it's. Uh, is it intimidation, considering that's what exactly I would do? <laughs> I think it would be, but it would also be your action, right? Probably. Your arrow blasts into it. And as it blasts into it, its flesh kind of grabs onto that arrow that pierces its skin and... What's it doing? Is it eating the arrow? It latches onto the arrow and it kind of... Its skin breaks off the arrow and heals over where it was. It doesn't do as much damage as I thought it would. It had done some damage, but then it healed back up some of it. Okay. What's Bashir doing? Hearing your words, he stops struggling. He's like, C -c come on. This is unfair. This is really unfair. Yeah, speak to that. Uh, say, say that to me a year ago. And instead of trying to break free, he tries to kind of like inchworm slither away. But is well, let me see here. Let's see how successful he'd be. Acrobatics. Give him a 12 on that. Oh, hey, hey, hey. Uh, He's able to move five feet. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Okay, once more this creature tries to... S it looks at you, Norbit. It looks at Volga. And it looks back down the passway, passageway where Clicker went in the bright light. And it lifts its right arm up to cover its eyes. And then it swipes that right arm back around towards you, Norbit, who's the close one. And it hits you, Norbit. We're tough. And it we looks back at... Hey? I said we're tough. We can take it. Yeah. And it looks back at you, Volga. I need you to give me a wisdom saving throw. 
Son of a... Okay. I'm not doing that anymore. What a waste. Clicker. Clicker loads another bolt with her crossbow and shoots one more time. Okay. Without advantage, but with potential sneak attack. So I'm going to use a hero point. Yeah, it's got sneak attack because Norbert's there. Right. Oh my god. One. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Cough. Well, I hit it on a 13, so you don't have to roll too high. You smash into it. Nice. Okay. Sneak attack. Oh, yes. Okay. Another 15 damage. One second, though. Is that all piercing damage? It is. Okay. Doesn't do as much damage as you thought. All right. And she's going to use her cunning action to try and hide by... What do you call it? Dolphin jumping <laughs> back behind the wall. With your lantern? Uh, with the lantern, yes. Dropping everything into darkness as Clicker disappears. Did Volga have fire still? She threw it. Oh, she threw it. <laughs> Oops. Volga. But it's her turn. Okay, that's, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do I make a stealth check? The flashlight. Yes, go ahead. Do your stealth check. With the advantage? flashlight that was lighting up because the of corpse darkness? is gone. Regular stealth check. It's fine. Okay. We're doing Volga. Uh, is there a light at the end of the tunnel? <laughs> there was when you first came in. There was some lights. Yes, that's true. There were some sconces in the stairwell, and yeah, there is a there above the table. So yeah, actually, there is light there. You can see on the wall, so you can. It's highlighted in that light. That's true. Well, I will just try to do what I did before, light my hands on fire, um, see what the situation is, maybe move a little bit with my back to the wall um, and try to hurl again the flames at the creature. Okay. Go for it. And you smash into it again. This time, though, you watch as blood gushes from the top of its skull. And as it gushes, it gushes down on top of where your flames had hit into it. And it seems to cover up that hole and heal it a bit. The asshole heals. I whimper in annoyance. And that's the end of my turn. Okay. Thorn. Okay. Um, I really want to shoot Bashir, but I won't. <laughs> this thing hasn't dropped yet. <laughs> he's not doing as he's told. You smash into it. Your arrow blasts through it, knocking off another chunk of its flesh. 
and it opens its mouth wide as if to scream, but this time no sound comes out. Does this look like it was resistant to it or not? This time, no. Last time it seemed like it was. I'll be about there. Slight movement. Okay. It almost appears as if it gets resistant for a moment. And then something changes. This time we're going to have a crack with the dagger. Okay. Disadvantage because of darkness? You don't have light. I have a candle. Yeah, there is the light. It's silhouetted in the light from the entrance on the sconces in the entrance. You smash into it with the dagger. I have hit. Yep. And with my hit, I am going to use me th thunderous smite. Uh, if I can, if I can figure out how to make it work. You have to cast that before you attack. With thunderous smite. With divine smite, you don't. Yeah, divine oh. smite, you don't. Oh, okay. It's just a bonus action. I assumed I could cast it afterwards. Then in that case... We'll use the Divine Smite instead. Bear with me. And... One of them. That'll be good, because that'll be 3d8 plus 1d4. Yep. Shouldn't there be an additional d8, because it's yep, undead? Yep, it should have been... It is undead. So that's odd that that did not work. Roll one more 1d8. Another 1d8? Yeah. Fates! Yeah! There you go. And with that, as you smash him with your radiant dagger that glows with radiant light, explain what happens because with that cut, it is no more. Well, it was a, a, a stab up under the chin, so through the bottom of the jaw, and then when it lit up, um, with the eye, the the light, you know, blew out the ears, the eyes, the tongue, and so I was standing there with his skull on the end of my dagger, glowing. I now have a light source. Nobody ever say again that the dagger is bad. No, here you go. It was all the dagger. With that, and it's midnight. We'll call it there, and we'll pick up from there next week. This is Ivan. I'm also known as Gregory Dog, the Hammerdog Games Community Manager, and I'm playing Clicker, a Ravenfolk locksmith. Hello, my name is Atua, and I will be playing Thorn of the Tiefling Bard. Hi, I'm Darium. I'm playing as Vorgashelist, the Frog Druid. I'm Mick, and I play Norbit. And then there is me. I am Dagaba, and you're listening to a Crimson Nib podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Crimson Nib or at Facebook.com slash Crimson Nib. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please rate and review me on Google Podcasts, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. So until next time, good people, adieu. Mm-hmm.